Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. Well, happy Memorial Day. Well, this comes out, it'll be after that, but we just celebrated Memorial Day, and we were at the beach. Yeah, I mean, we've tried to go to the beach a few times uh, the past few months. It hasn't worked out. It's actually been rather cool on some of the days for some, you know, oddly enough. But, uh, but yeah, it was a nice weekend. Hopefully, everybody had a nice Memorial Day. Yeah. Uh, we spent one night at Disney and uh, did that on... Friday. Friday. It, this weekend seems like it was... It also it seemed as though it went by fast, but it also took two years. I don't know as to why. <laughs> we packed a lot in. It's a, a strange lot time paradox that I'm in. But <laughs> yes, we spent all day at the beach. Our, we, our daughter did boogie boarding and... Uh, it was that's the longest I think I've ever spent at the beach. I'm not like a huge beach person. Like I can go, I'm probably good on the beach for a while at this point. After what, that, what's a while? Uh, a year? No, I don't mean that. <laughs> probably like a couple of months, maybe. I don't know. It just depends. I'm just not one of these people. Like I get, I get kind of antsy. No, yeah, you're fine. I mean, like it's it's a lot of sand, and you know, it's it's sunny, and it can get hot, and you know. With little kids, you kind of have to really watch them, make sure they, you know. Yeah, it's not re- it's not relaxing. Yeah, with little ones at the beach, it's it not relaxing. No, not no. at all. Yeah, and our son, but needless every he he always does this at the beach. He gets there, and then he eventually gets to the water, and then he never wants to leave the water. So you don't ever get to actually relax. But he has so much. Fun. He has a blast, and it's fun watching him. But it is not relaxing. No, not in the slightest. But you know what? That is fine. So you know what else is fine? Uh, I I don't know. 
what we're going to talk about today on the episode. Oh, I thought you had something specific. Okay. You usually ask me a question. I know. Oh, I need to ask you a question. Sorry to say, I thought, you right. were, I thought this was a segue to a question. All right. Well, here's my question. When can we go back to Volcano Bay? <laughs> They're going to say the beach, <laughs> uh, which is kind of a beach there. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever. I think we, we had talked about with some friends of ours, maybe going like the, in June sometime. Some, a couple so, weeks. Yeah. I mean, it is my favorite water park. I think it's yours too. I, as someone who's not a huge fan of water parks in general, it is my favorite water park. I always put that there caveat. <laughs> I don't. I don't market myself as a water park enthusiast. Right. For the most part, if you tell me most water parks, like, hey Jared, would you want to go to this water park? I'm like, I'm good. But I will go to yeah. Volcano Bay. I enjoy it. It is nice. Yeah. So we're gonna try to get there. Hopefully, in a couple of weeks. Um, but you know, I I I really I really love it in the summer. Just because it's when we went in March last time, it was chilly. It was a chilly day. And, it, you know, it that happens with Florida weather before it gets to be like hot all the time. It can be hot or cold. Like, you know, it just kind of goes back and forth. That day happened to be really chilly. So I'm anxious to get back there and actually not freeze my butt off. Well, the day we were there, it was perfect for like theme park weather. Just not for like once you got in water, when you got out, it was kind of oh, cool. Oh, no, that's if, correct. Yes. Yeah. If you were in like the parks, it was fantastic. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah, so yes, absolutely. That does, that does happen sometimes. But well, uh, we're not going to talk about Volcano Bay today, although we could. Um, we're actually going to talk about our stay at Sapphire Falls uh, a couple of weeks ago. We stayed in a kid's suite and we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about the Jurassic Park tribute store that opened this past weekend which we're very excited to chat about because it was awesome. Which we got to go to. So we went to yeah. Disney, but we also stopped at Universal real quick. When we, when we say quick, how quick? I think we were in and out less than under an hour, weren't we? It was literally 45 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't very long. <laughs> like It was very yeah. quick. Um, so we're going to talk about those two things. But first, we want to mention that uh, if you want to follow us along in the parks, like when we do live streams and have a private podcast feed, discounts on our merchandise and stuff like that, you should join Club 32. Yeah, like Jamie said, uh, the the big thing I would say is the exclusive content you can get there. So there, there's Club 32 shows like Cool Kids Kitchen. There's Club 32 Speakeasy. Uh, tons of live streams. We have the Club 32 show, which we do uh, each week. So now we have an exclusive live stream day on Tuesdays that we just sit down and chat with everybody and see what's going on. Uh, we also have, like Jamie said, private podcast feed, 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. We have a lot of stuff coming as well. We're going to do some watch parties for... Some C team at the movies we're bringing back involving the '90s sitcoms. Then when <laughs> they go to Disney <laughs> and other things, because those were just sort of uh, kind of insane. But but yeah, if you want to be a part of that, you can go to ctmvip.com. We have monthly or yearly options. You can even do a free trial. Even if you do a yearly, you can get a free T-shirt as well. And we have a lot more stuff planned in there. Uh, have a lot more fun. But anyways, it's it's a great community as well. There's private Discord and private Facebook group uh, where uh, you know we get to interact a little bit more in there than we do on the main channels mm-hmm. uh, of social media and everything. So again, ctmvip.com is where you go to check that out. Thank you very much. So, all right, well, we're going to start with a little bit of news today. Um, this is actually nothing very new because we knew it was coming but universal orlando resort finally announced that it is coming and what it is and that is minion land yes we didn't know it was going to be called minion land i think i had been describing it as minion uh area because that's what we knew it was going to be because there's obviously the despicable me attraction that's there 
Mm-hmm. We have known about the Minion Ride coming in. So, yeah, now this is all Minion Land, as it's going to be known. Yep. All right. So, going in is Villain Con Minion Blast. So, we know this has been going in for a while. The signage has been up for a few weeks, but there's been really no details about what this will entail. So, this all-new attraction challenges park guests to test their villainous skills in an interactive gaming experience when they compete uh, excuse me, when they complete the challenge, guests exit through Evil Stuff, an all-new retail location featuring VillainCon and Minions merchandise. Additional details will be revealed soon. Basically, we also know that you become part of the Sinister Six, I think that group, and you're you're blast you're you're blasting the minions. And it's like a it's kind of like a game like uh, Toy Story Mania. Where yeah, you accumulate points and stuff. So, from what I've understood about this ride, is you're on a standing sort of uh, walkway that moves you around, sort mm-hmm. of like when you first walk into Universal Studios and there's that moving walkway. It's like that, and you have a blaster. Mm-hmm. So, and you can even look on the concept art or the, uh, I guess, a little poster they have that'll show you like two people with these little gun things, and it looks like they're on a on like a moving walkway. Yeah. So, so I don't I don't know necessarily what that means. You can like go back and shoot stuff i don't really know, I know for instance but it does seem very and now if it's like midway mania or get or toys for mania i'm in because that's probably my favorite attraction and not favorite but it's the one i can do over and over again because it's fun because it's got right. the gaming aspect to it that'll be that'll be fun though and um the, it's also going to be set up to where you can accumulate those points in those games and you can like connect it to the the uh, universal app yeah, this so that's kind of cool. Well, this is what they're going to do, and they all they currently do that with the Nintendo World in Hollywood, mm-hmm. where they have that going on where you can. So they're going to incorporate a lot of these things inside the app, right? Which I'm very excited about because I think that can be really cool. Sure, these are things that have been promised by other places that have never actually happened. <laughs> this I'm looking forward to it actually happening. See what it actually does. I don't. I mean, I I don't assume you're going to be actually gaining like points, but <laughs> or like money per se. But I don't know what it does. But anyways. Uh, some other things were announced. There's the Illumination Theater. So guests will be able to meet the minions, Gru, Margot, Edith, and Agnes, plus new additions from the hit film Sing. You have Rosita, uh, I think, yeah, I think Rosita, Gunter, and Johnny at an outdoor Illumination Theater facade. It says throughout Minion Land, colorful murals and fun photo ops will celebrate additional characters from popular Illumination films. Then there is the Minion Cafe. The new Illuminations Minion Cafe will offer an entertaining dining experience featuring areas themed to fan favorites, Minions, Kevin Stewart, Bob, and Otto. And they have three different sections in here. They have the kitchen, where guests will see the equipment the Minions use to whip up the the cafe's menu. The break room, where guests can dine in the Minions break space, includes office safety tips and a vending machine stocked with mischievous items and then the dining room where guests can enjoy their meal surrounded by colorful artwork courtesy of the minions and there's some dishes they gave us a little bit of an example of what kind of dishes dishes we can ex- uh, expect and there's stuff like agnes's honeymoon soup um which looks like a waffle and soup which is interesting looking it doesn't some of it um, yeah that doesn't look appetizing <laughs> but i have a feeling it'll taste better oh i'm sure yeah Yeah. uh carl's crispy cauliflower steak and cheese ray sandwich like it's all puns from the movies um so that's kind of fun there's also gonna be an outdoor patio where you can kind of overlook everything but this is in the space that the monsters cafe was in so they just took that over yeah so there's some additional minion land dining locations including bake my day which looks like a cupcake shop 
It's a sweet shop. It has a minion on top of it, which the minion is there currently now. Yeah. Uh, you can see it. it says Papa Nana. And I believe this is uh, like flavored popcorns. Banana flavored popcorn. Yes, which that could actually be pretty good. I'm actually really excited to try yeah. this. And you can also get the like popcorn buckets they sell there too. So. Yeah. And freeze ray pops. <laughs> so I have imagined there will be different flavors of uh, popsicles, which on a hot day, good. That's that's pretty smart. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's pretty much all that they kind of talked about. But the fact that they kind of came out and said, like, this is officially happening was very nice because they like to keep people in the dark for a very long time, um, which is okay because, I mean, we could tell it was minions because the construction walls were all minions. You could see the the yellow and the blue peeping over. <laughs> like, it wasn't a secret. Well, they all came out and basically said it was. Right. Um, when, if it was a secret, it was the worst held secret. But they right. still haven't revealed an opening date. So that is, they have said summer. That's right. So it, the rumor is August. That's that's what I heard. I heard August, but again, that was a rumor. I hope it would be July, mm-hmm. but July, August. I don't. I'd, I'd be surprised if it was September. Um, Universal yeah. is pretty good about uh, getting their construction going. Plus, the other thing that they did unveil, uh, I guess Friday when we were there, is they actually have the Minion Land uh, statue. That the when sign you, when you walk into the park, yeah, it's it's been unveiled. So I don't imagine they're going to unveil that. And then it's going to be a long time before it opens. That's the only thing I'm going to say about that. I'm mm. not saying it's going to open in June, but the, you know that that signage is there, which actually looks pretty cool. It's like four or five minions on it, and uh, yeah. so that's there. So it's all coming together. Looks really good. I'm. Are, are you excited for this? I am pumped. Now I'm. I'm excited for my kids because they're like they're gonna, great ages for. They're going to freak out. They're going to freak out. Our son is obsessed with minions. Obsessed. Like I literally had to print off like three different coloring pages of minions for him to color earlier today, and like he's obsessed. I, I love it. And I don't know. I they're they're adorable. They're funny. They're they're just they're cute. And Despicable Me is good too, you know, not just that. But. I'm glad we have kids for a multitude of reasons. One of which I probably <laughs> like minions more than I should as a grown man. <laughs> I think they're, I think they're hilarious. Yeah. And some people have said they're, they don't want this. I, I disagree. I think this is great. Uh, I, I think, well, I think it's great. A minions, I think, just think are funny, but this is also something that families and one thing we've talked about Universal is, you know, they have lacked, especially for kids under like three years old. Yeah. And the thing is, they know this because some of their servers they've sent out, they're really addressing this. I really think, yeah. in my opinion, I think Disney has kind of left this area kind of up, not up for the taking maybe, but they've definitely allowed a little bit of an entry point in here for, for uh, you know, Universal Illuminations, given the animation side of things and the movies the past, you know, two, three, four years. So I definitely think Universal is capitalizing on that. And I think this is a... I just think it's smart. As soon as you walk in, you're just going to see their biggest animated uh, franchise. Well, I'd say that. Maybe Mario is bigger or Nintendo now. But up until then, Minions Despicable Me has been the biggest one they've got. So yeah. they're just they're doubling down on what they know already works. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 smart on their part. And, and for us, you know, we're going to benefit from that. So I'm happy with this. I know, like you said, there's some people that just really don't like Minions. They really don't like minions. And they're void they of ha- they're a void of happiness in their life. <laughs> and my my suggestion to those is just if you're if you're not interested, just just keep on walking. You know, you don't have to stop. You don't have to to do anything over there. Um, 
you know, I, I'm wondering, you know, not to take this too big of, of a of a leap forward into the future because we don't know, but the um, the what zone was the not it's not sky zone, the kid zone back in by ET. You know, we still don't know what it's going to be. They haven't announced it yet, but we're you know we're thinking it's going to be a DreamWorks area. If I were to guess, it would be DreamWorks. I think that yeah. makes the most sense because I think back yeah. there you can put in. Again, another property they have that's really popular is Trolls. Mm-hmm. So you cut Trolls back there. They're going to do Shrek again. They're going to bring Shrek Well, back. I think there's I another Shrek movie that's going to come out in the so, next few years. Is that true? I, I, I heard you say that before, but I, I haven't heard anything. I've heard that. Okay. Um, I hope so. I'd be great if they did. Yeah. They could, you know, there's the uh, Secret Life of Pets ride out in California. Mm-hmm. They haven't, I, I no clue if they're going to, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. So they have options on, and with the, DreamWorks that they can do so but yeah the the kid zone area is definitely way more than I thought it was going to be I thought they would just yeah. retheme some stuff but they mm-hmm. completely tore down the Woody Woodpecker roller coaster mm-hmm. I don't I think they've torn down Curious George well, stuff back there the roller coaster actually part of it is still up it's part of it is yeah so they're just doing part of it okay so I don't know exactly again we have no idea yeah. what they're doing but Fievel's Playland is down for sure um, but the, the, the roller coaster is still up. So they've got time. I mean, they're... I'm fine. Fievel's Playland, I know you have PTSD memories <laughs> from that with our son. Sure do. It was... A lot of these play areas, like that one, I'm okay to see go. It, mm-hmm. It's a big area that you could use for other things. Same with Curious George. It's a huge space back there. So there's yep. a lot of stuff that utilizes a lot of space that I don't think was... You know, I mean, it was built... I think that stuff was in there from 20 years ago. So, yeah. you know, you could use some updating. So, yeah, I definitely think, you know, Universal is doing a great job of trying to get more stuff in there to do for kids. And I think uh, this is kind of unrelated to this, kind of, but I think they're going to make it a way easier to get back into the Halloween Horror Nights houses because in the years past, you had to walk through Curious George Land to get to some of them back there, which is kind of a weird feeling because it's like supposed to be scary. Unless they did like a haunted, in like a kid's area. Like a, like a zombie Curious George or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so excited about Minions Land. Excited to check it out this summer. So as soon as they announce an opening date, you know, we'll we'll head down there and, and check it out. So Yes, we will. Day, right. day of opening will be there. Day of opening, yeah. <laughs> per, per, per Jared, he yes. wants this. Um, all right, so let's move on to talk about Sapphire Falls. So uh, this is a considered a moderate resort, I guess. It's considered in, a moderate in the universal terms. Yeah. We've we've talked about Sapphire before, but it's been a bit. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's our favorite hotel at universal i think it should be a more i honestly think it should be a premiere i love the the look and feel of it if it's a premiere it's jacking up that price i don't don't want it to (laughs) true it would do that but this you know it's got a lot of things going for it in terms i love the way that the lobby's laid out Mm -hmm. uh we'll talk about the location and the theme so the location of it is right across the street from cabana bay Mm-hmm. Uh, it is right next to Aventura. So when you, you know, if you're coming off of I-4, heading toward, which way is that heading? If you're heading west, heading on, west. on Orlando. So you uh, get off I-4. and you get and you take that exit for Universal because you see Volcano Bay right there. If you go, you know, first stop that you come to, you're going to see either Cabana Bay on your left or you go to your right. That's where you got Aventura or Sapphire Falls. So that's yeah. right where it's at. Uh, you, you know, you got the drive up Porticashare there to go check in. And the theme is, it's supposed to be kind of Caribbean, 
um, a lot of a lot of rum. Like it, it, it all revolves around the rum. I'll tell you what it reminds me a lot of is it's a uh, Margaritaville type vibe. Like if you yeah. look at the Margaritaville look colors, it's it's lighter blues with whites. Uh, it definitely has a Caribbean feel to it. It yeah. And again, it's it's got really in the lobby. It's got from floor to ceiling glass. So when it's sun, you know, sunny out, it really lights up that that lobby. It's got that waterfall outside. Yeah, I mean, and you go and Rock you got work. boat transport. We'll talk about transportation. You got boat transportation. You got all sorts of stuff. But yeah, in the lobby there, that's the vibe to it. I think it fits it very well. Mm-hmm. So it's at the Universal Hotels. It is my favorite lobby. Yeah, it's not as grand. Like I'm not gonna say it's as grand as some of the ones at Disney. Right. But it is. It's got really high ceilings and it just fits it really well. Of a very relaxed, mm-hmm. uh, chill vibe. Yeah, I agree. And lots of seating in the middle. Um, you've got a big TV out there. You can they have games on. So it's got mm-hmm. a lot of spots. Even if you just want to sit out there and like relax or do some work, there's plenty of spaces. Yep. There's got some long tables that have even charging areas for you to charge stuff and do work out there and this one opened i want to say 2016 and then so it's not the newest resort endless summer resorts are the newest but this one was the newest before that so it is newer than like the premier resorts so it's not it doesn't show its age quite as much as those do um so that may be why we like a little bit more because it's just a little more fresh a little more new um but I don't know. Uh, yeah it could be i i think i just think like and we'll talk about it, i think it just got some amenities that are very mm-hmm. premier slash deluxe level um yeah. but again one thing that is nice about this being considered a moderate is the pricing on this a lot of times you can get really good pricing so that's yeah if it's if it's not going to be a premiere and the only thing that you would miss out of it being premiere is you don't get the express pass you know included in your stay that's right. really the only right that's the only thing you're missing out of this is that but we still get it with our annual pass for express after four. So True. For in this case, like we're okay, you know. Right. I just mean in general for people yeah. that want to stay at Premier to you know get right. express pass and things. Yeah. This one, I think, I think if most people were to walk through this lobby, this hotel, you would assume it's a Premier. Possibly, possibly. Especially yeah. in the, which we'll talk about, especially the pool area. I think most yeah. people would assume in that like pool, pool area, like you know, it's it definitely. Considering even comparing it to Disney uh, deluxe hotels, I think it's better. It's nice. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the room first. So uh, we stayed in a kids suite, which was the first time we've ever stayed in a kids suite, and we got a we got a really good rate. So um, I believe prices for this room start in the five hundred range and mm-hmm. without a discount, and we were able to get it for two sixty four. So we got a really good, really good deal because we stayed there on a Thursday night. So it was during the week. So that's why it was a little bit cheaper. And we also got our annual pass holder discount. Yeah. So, um, all right. Talk about the room. Like, how was the layout? Yeah. So you've got, well, like Jamie said, it's, do they consider it's a two bedroom or a one bedroom? How do they classify? Because I know that over there at, at uh, uh, Endless Summers, they classify those technically as two bedrooms, even though they're a so- main room and a side room. So yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a two, I don't know, you wouldn't call it like a two bedroom suite, but it technically is. Right. So as you would know, hotel rooms, it is a one bedroom suite in that you have the main, when you walk in, you got your main room. So in there, this is a queen, this is a king, excuse me, had a king suite. So it was a king bed. Mm -hmm. You get your normal hotel stuff in there as you would a normal, but then you have a door and then in there is another room, hence the one bedroom. And in there you had two twin beds mm-hmm. and then it had a seating area a little table a tv 
Uh, and it was just its own little offshoot, basically like a kid's room, I think was the intention of it. And it's 529 square feet. So it is pretty, it's pretty good size. I think it's pretty good size. And um, I like the theming. It's very like, it's, it's Caribbean, but it's got a little bit of a nautical well, the room is laid Me out too. like you had a port door. It's kind of like you're in a boat or, I don't know, a mm-hmm. submarine. But it yeah. on the on the door that connected, it looked like, you know, if you've ever seen the movies with the, the uh, submarine doorways that kind of look like that with the bolts around it. The, those are the watertight doors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in the, in the kids' room, it was there, definitely nautical-themed with the beds, the way they were laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of space. I mean, this is one where if you were going to be here for a week, I would say you could definitely – have plenty of room here for a week if that's how long oh, yeah. you're gonna be the the main area room was big had a you know and most of the the universal hotel rooms in that main area they're pretty spacious mm-hmm. so you had plenty of room in there you know uh, the bed was the bed was okay wasn't the most comfortable bed ever but it it worked it just depends on what kind of bed you like it's a little softer than what i particularly enjoy but mm-hmm. uh comes down to preference there but yeah we had a view of the pool from our room so, and I don't know where a lot of those are, but yeah, we saw right outside to the pool. So that was kind mm-hmm. of, that was nice. Although I guess it could be noisy depending on, I don't know how, we didn't hear anything that night. I, don't, I guess it would just depend on how, uh, how well those windows take care of the sound. But Well, this layout worked really well for us because, it, you know, put Jared and I in the king bed and then my mom and our kids were in the kids suite. It worked out perfectly. Like it was great yeah. because we actually went um down i guess not downstairs it was upstairs actually um to the to the lobby um where it was kind of late and they and we didn't wake them up when we came in because they had an effort room it was wonderful and they have the same kind of like tile in the bathroom which i like it's like the white tile with the blue like swirly mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. i do love that um but we were on the second floor which the lobby's on the fourth floor, so we had to go down a little bit. Um, and and uh, we didn't have, like, I know you said that we had a view of the pool. It wasn't, like, the best view. Well, you could see it. it I did say, you yeah, see it's it. not, like, the most, uh, I don't know if you want to take photographs from that view, <laughs> that viewpoint, but it was there it for was sure. There. Yeah. Um, we only stayed one night, and I, it was definitely one of those rooms where you could stay multiple nights and be comfortable. But yeah, it was a it was a wonderful room, and definitely stay there again if the if the price is right. It's just if it's if it's in like the three hundred or more range, it's it's a little pricey at least at least for us. Uh, but because of this good deal we got, we we kind of were like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to to check it out. So, I mean, it would depend. I think you're probably going to find these rooms. I'm sure they're cheaper than what Disney has them. So if you're mm-hmm. in the price range of that, wanting more of a family suite. Yeah, I think either way that you would probably find these a better deal versus Disney. Now, it just depends on you know if you plan on splitting time during here in Disney or other places. But as the room goes, I you know again we love Sapphire Falls, so I thought the room was fine. And I thought it was great, and yeah, uh, would hadn't had no issue with it. Yep, for sure. Uh, all right, let's move on to talking about Strongwater Tavern, and this is the bar and lounge that's in the lobby that we were just talking about. So, Jared and I went uh, that night actually that we stayed there. And just want to check out what kind of things we could get there. So what did we get? Yeah. So like Jimmy said, this is off the lobby. When we first stayed here, this was actually not open. This was like right when they reopened from COVID. Oh, yeah. So this is actually the first time we ever got to experience this. So it, right. I've always thought it looked cool. So again, it, it has yeah. a very kind of, a, I guess, a modern feel to it. Yeah. A little bit. So we went here. Uh, this is like, it's a lounge. 
It's definitely not. It's like, mostly a lounge. It's yeah. not really a restaurant. Obviously, you can get food because we got food, but it's definitely like, uh, like small, tapas. Yeah, like small plates and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, we got some drinks and some food here. So Jamie got what's called a last typhoon, and you can take a wild guess as to what was in it. If that includes rum, it says Mount Gay rum, Eclipse rum, pineapple, fash, passion fruit, creme de pamplemousse. <laughs> I believe that's correct. Mm-hmm. It was sixteen dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, this was a fruity rum drink that you enjoyed, correct? It was pretty good. Yep, pretty fruity rum drink. That's what I like. I'm not gonna lie. I know they're all different. All of your fruity rum drinks take taste exactly the same to me. Not to me. I'm sure they don't. When I try them, like they're all good. I don't think they're bad. But usually, the way it goes with Jamie's drinks is I end up finishing them, mm-hmm. so I get to try all these, and uh, I just. They're good. They all seem to taste the same to me. But again, it's okay. pineapple and rum, so it's hard to go wrong. Uh, but yeah, so I had here a so as you, if you listen to the show, I'm you know I like bourbon, I like old fashions. They had a rum old fashioned, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'll give it a try. I wouldn't show sure if I would like it or not. This was seventeen dollars, a little pricey. Uh, <laughs> Diploma Diplomatico Fireball Syrup and Double Bitters. This was. Di- Diplo- Diplomatico rum, I believe is what it was. Jared asked me if I wanted a drink of this, and I said no. <laughs> I do um, not. It was it was actually really good. It you may have liked it because again, rum is sweeter, obviously, than bourbon. Yeah, so but uh, it was. I I thought it was. I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I would I would drink this again if this was something like, you know, if I would sip on regularly. Like I maybe it's not. It wasn't bad. I was actually pretty impressed with it. So. For seventeen dollars, again, you're you're getting cocktails at a, at a theme park, you know, resort. Those are the kind of how it goes. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good for what it was. I was pretty surprised. Good. It wasn't. It wasn't super. Uh, I think it was strong, but it wasn't super. Like it didn't burn or anything. Because rum just is different than whiskey. So okay, if you're looking for something like that's less intense than a normal fashion, you may you may find this pretty enjoyable. All right. Well, for food, we got jerk chicken. How much was that? This was $10. It was bone-in chicken, jerk marinade, coconut rice, and mango chutney. It was okay. It was... Yeah, it was... Um, the jerk chicken was the seasoning on it. It was it was fine. It was dry in certain parts, but it was mm-hmm. a decent amount. For $10, it wasn't bad. It was about a quarter, I'd mm-hmm. say, of a chicken. Uh, like a chicken leg. Maybe a little bit more than that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, it wasn't the, ju- it wasn't the juiciest of chicken I've ever had, but it was fine. It wasn't bad at all. And for $10, it actually wasn't a terrible value for a place like this. I will say. Yeah. Yeah. But the main thing that was the best thing, Mm -hmm. I think Jimmy would attest to this, Mm -hmm. is what was that? The beefsteak empanadas for $12. Onions, carrots, potatoes, spicy green garlic sauce. Um, Well, this had meat. Well, yeah, obviously it had beef in it too. Yes. Oh my goodness. So they, they give you two. And I took one bite of it and I was like, Oh, I may need to order more because it was that good. And I talked to, you know, I, I mentioned to the server, I was like, these are delicious. And she said that it's the the chef, it's his grandmother's recipe, like legit empanadas. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So um, I can't explain. It's hard to explain like the, um, the, the texture. I don't know. How would you, ex- it's, it's not, I mean, like it's kind of deep, it's deep fried. It, I- I think it kind might of? have been deep fried. So, okay, normally speaking, when you said you wanted to get empanadas, I'm not a fan of empanadas. At least we've had empanadas at various other places. Mm-hmm. I've never really cared for them that much. So I was like, okay. 
these were a bit smaller than the ones I've seen before. But I think they were maybe deep fried, but they were very good. I was shocked how good they were. Oh my gosh! Because again, I never had empanadas that I actually enjoyed. But the only the only complaint I had about this was I think there should have been three of them. <laughs> right. For sure. What it was. Yeah. But they were very good. Oh my I goodness! I would get them. I would get them again. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get them again. I will. That garlic sauce was really good too. Yeah. So mm. definitely for a small yeah. plate place in a little lounge. Was really good. So, yep. um, all in all, I, we you know, we had a good time. It was it wasn't hard to get in when we got there. We got seated right away. Well, it was like ten thirty. <laughs> well, but, I mean, but I've been there at time when well, I've been around at certain lounges at that time. It it can be busy, but yeah. again, it was a Thursday night, so it wasn't you know insanely busy. And they do open at like four, so it's not like an all day lounge. So it's just a night out, like night a night lounge. Yes. Um. But yeah, so let's move on to talking about the pool. So Jerry didn't get to go to the pool this time. Well, I've been to the pool. But he's before. been there before. Um, this pool is 16,000 square feet. It does have zero entry. And they actually have white sand beaches, which is kind of nice. Kids splash pad. There is a water slide, which our daughter went down quite a few times. Um, they do have hot tubs. There's a fire pit. You can rent a cabana starting at $50 a day, which I thought was a really reasonable price for a cabana. It's not terrible. No. It goes all the way up to 400 depending on the season. Um, the pool is heated, and they do have a drum club canteen pool bar nearby. We did not spend that much time at the pool this trip because, again, we were only staying one night, and we were kind of focused on doing stuff in the parks. Um, but we did get about an hour, hour and a half in uh, just to, to experience the pool. And that's a it's a big pool. It's big. Well, the nice part is you can see the pool. So from the lobby, when you're walking to where the rooms are, you actually come across this uh, walkway that has this, you know, tall glass you can see through and you can see into the pool there. And it is, and again, this is a huge pool. Yeah. I mean, it, if you look at this pool, you would assume, this is why I say, especially when you look at the pool area, you would assume it's a premier resort. Yeah. It's got a water slide. It's got all these things. But as the pools go, I actually think this may be the best one out of all the universal properties. I, I really do. I think it's like, um, I think it's a better pool than Portofino Bay for sure. Okay. All right. I think. What about, well, we didn't get hard to, rock. we didn't get to experience hard rocks yeah. and I don't know if we did Royal Pacifics either. I've, I've seen, heard hard rock is better though. I've seen I've those. Heard. We need to see those. But in terms yeah. of like the ones we have experienced, this is our favorite. I, I love yeah, it. I, I'd say I'd agree with that. You know, I do like the Lazy River at Cabana Bay. That's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Let's have that. But um, as far as, yeah, as far as the, the main pools and stuff go, then, yeah. But the, the uh, Cabana Bay pool is more packed usually because it's a value resort and there's more people staying there. There's not as many people at a moderate versus a value. So that's where you start getting the trade-offs yeah. on, you know, a packed pool versus a, you know, obviously the higher up, you know, levels you go. Not as many people staying at those resorts. Well, let me blow your mind for a second here. There are a thousand rooms at Sapphire Falls. How many are there at Cabana Bay? I actually don't, I have, I don't know because I was looking at Sapphire Falls. Yeah. But there are a lot of rooms. And to compare it for like, I think it's Pop Century has 1,192 rooms in three pools. Yeah. There's only one for this one, which when we went, it wasn't packed. Like it wasn't a packed pool. So, I mean, it may be like, you know, maybe busier on the weekends. But it stuff, is but a really big area. It's very so big. So, I think that's probably why it is so big. Yeah. Yeah. But even Cabana Bay has two pools. 
<laughs> yeah, I would. But rather, they have a lot of rooms, though. So. I wonder what the room here. I'm gonna look it up real quick on how many rooms Cabana Bay has, because I would assume it is more. Okay. While he does that, <laughs> we're gonna talk about transportation real quick. Um, so transportation here um, is is kind of nice. So this is the only non premier resort that has boat transportation to City Walk, which is really convenient. Which I. W- if yeah i love i uh, if you can take boat transportation at universal it drops you it drops you off right in front of the nbc grill and brew mm-hmm. and you you go through your own security at the boat dock which again is not many people so you go in there it's quick get on the boat you don't have to fold up your shoulder you can just true run it on there it's a five minute boat ride over Drop you off and you're right in the middle. You can either go to the studio side or you can go to Island Adventure side or you can just go to City Walk. Yeah. Uh, I, it's great. I love it. Uh, no complaints. I, anytime we can get boat transportation, unless you're within walking distance, uh, which is technically is, but it's a long walk. Well, I was going to say, I do have, you said you had no complaints. I do have one complaint. Uh, when we went this, this night, uh, we were going to try to do Hagrid's and we got. We got uh, well. It would it went under like delayed, temporarily delayed because of lightning. Well, okay, outside and of yeah, <laughs> outside of lightning and stuff. It was lightning, and so Velocicoaster was down too. It was down, and the boats don't run when there's lightning in the area. Which we didn't know so, until this happened. That is true. So yeah. we were like, well, we could take a bus. We could go all the way over, you know, through City Walk, like main little hub, uh, security hub, and take a bus, or we could just walk. We chose to walk. However, it you can do that, and it was okay, but it it is it is kind of a long walk. It's oh, I don't know what twenty minutes. Oh, I clocked it. It was 20, 20, 24 minutes. Is what we how long it took. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of walk, especially if you've been walking in the parks all day. Yeah, it can be a bit. So yeah, but again, I I didn't even know that about the bo- boats until that actually happened. Yeah, but. Yeah, that would be the only complaint, I suppose. You are correct. Right. But you, don't, you don't even need bus transportation, really. You have the boats, and then you can just walk to Volcano Bay because it's right next to Aventura. Yeah. So that's you know True. that's nice, too. But yeah, so I mean, and the good thing about Universal is I've never really waited in an insane amount of time for a boat or a bus. Right. So they typically tend to be pretty quick. I love it. Uh, looking up real quick, Cabana Bay has 2,200 guest rooms. So, so they have double almost, yeah. of what Sapphire Falls, a little bit more than double what Sapphire Falls has. So, so it wait, makes sense they have two pools. That does make sense. Yeah. Well, thank you for checking yeah. that. Um, yeah. So we, like I said, we've done resort tour for Sapphire Falls back, oh, back in 2020, I guess. We did our first one, right? Yeah, because I talked about uh, the bar yeah. was closed. No, that's right. Yeah. So, um, so if you want, if you want to hear more about when we did that trip, you can go back and listen to that episode, and I'll put that in the show notes. Um, but I think that's all we're going to talk about for today with Sapphire Falls. Unless anything you want to mention? Uh, no, I just I love this resort. There's there's some <laughs> restaurants we didn't eat at that are down. Well, one, this time, yeah, there's yeah. one downstairs, things like that. So I mean, all the food we've ever had there, I feel like it's been pretty solid. Oh yeah. So again, I yep. uh, love this place. Would always stay here. Love it. It's my fa- it's my fave. It is also my favorite too. So you know, it's no- number one in our hearts. Um, okay, let's uh, switch gears here and talk about the Jurassic Park tribute store. As Jared had mentioned, we stopped by on Friday to check this out. We had a little bit of time, and we wanted to to see what the what all the hoopla was about because we heard it was amazing. 
Um, this officially opened on Friday. They did a cast member, or I'm sorry, a team member and AP preview the day before. Uh, but we were, uh, we were there on the first official opening day. So, um, what, what, what is a tribute store, Jared? Yeah, basically a tribute store is a themed gift shop slash themed merchandise exhibit, if you will. So these have different ones. This one was Jurassic Park, obviously. What do they have in the past? So it's always themed to like what's going on during that time of year, usually. Uh, so in the past, it's been like it was Mardi Gras before that. this one. It was Christmas or like Grinch and a lot of the seasonal stuff there. And then it was Halloween Horror Nights before that. And then last summer, it was a retro tribute store. And that paid like homage to like uh, Back to the Future, Jaws, and E.T., I believe. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of what they are. Uh, the concept of them, I absolutely love. There's an mm-hmm. overall just themed shop here. And this one obviously is themed after Jurassic Park because it's been 30 years for Jurassic Park. 30th anniversary yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Can't so believe that. It, so if you've been before, the tribute stores used to be located really close to Jimmy Fallon ride back there, kind of close to the mummy. Yeah, right next to the mummy. Yeah, yeah, they've moved it now where it is. Like so, right when you walk in, which eventually when you not or, yeah, right before you even get to the Minion Land, you take a right, and it's down there next on Beverly Hills. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, what used to be where it's at now? It used to be Studio Styles. Okay, and um, it's right next to the ice cream shop. Yes, and so it takes up that space plus the dark room and then the um, the Hollywood Williams of Hollywood store so it's all those storefronts is now the tribute store yeah Yeah. so you won't miss it if you're here because it has a bunch of stuff on jurassic park on the outside (laughs) of it uh it looks like and this is themed more of like a behind the scenes the making of the the movie so it it doesn't look like you're walking into jurassic park it looks like you're walking into a set essentially is kind of what they're sort of going for the vibe here but um so like in this, there's multiple rooms. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing about these. So they have each, most of the time they have three rooms, but you walk through each one, each one having different bits of merchandise. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about what is what was in each one though. So the first room is the pre-production offices in LA in August of 1991. And this is that exactly on the door. So that's, ex- that's what they're trying to show you. So you kind of walk in and each, there's like section set up of each department that would be involved in the production. So you're going to find departments like uh, stop motion animation, sculpture, post-production CGI, T-Rex fabrication, costuming, casting, location, art, camera, and lighting. So a lot going on. Now, some of those were on the second level, which you cannot access. You can just look up and see like the na- the doors of the of the different departments so you can see some of the costuming too um but there was a lot of there was a lot of the sculptures and the stop motion animation was in like one corner and it would show you kind of how they did that and they they were showing like videos and stuff of like behind the scenes back then mm-hmm. did you see that and they were set up on old tvs too yeah so they, they definitely theme these things out retro like as well so everything looked very 90s oh yeah 90s tvs 90s computers and they actually had set photos from from back then that we would take of like the sculptures and like making of stuff, which was kind of cool. Yeah, they had a lot of concept art of like the vehicles, the Jeeps and things yeah. they were using and then different. So it almost like they have like a, I don't know what you call those. It's like an enclosed 
little thing with like a pin board. It's just like a glass case or like yeah. a shadow box. Shadow box maybe, but yeah. they had those in different spots. You can, which I thought that was really cool because it looked mm-hmm. legit. Like it yeah. looked like actually hand drawn sketches of them. Yeah. They also had like a model of a T Rex head. Mm-hmm. They had uh, uh, different like like your painting stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, most of the stuff in here is merchandise. And one of the things they had in here was they had a whole entire Jeff Goldblum section of him <laughs> laying uh, with his button-down shirt. And they had <laughs> turned that into some merchandise, which, not going to lie, it was pretty funny. Listen, I, listen Dr. Malcolm is is something they else. Know, they, they know to put that front and center. They had a plushie. They had a plushie. They had, their, which was out of stock. They had a brownie. They had... <laughs> Uh, cups and mugs and shirts. We didn't get any merchandise when we were here. Well, I'm sure when we go back, we'll we didn't have stuff. time. Yeah. We were so strapped for time. But a whole section for Doctor Doctor Jeff Goldblum, as I call him. Doctor Jeff. Um, and obviously the tons of you know Jurassic Park. You got shirts and jackets and mugs and cups and freestyle mugs and food. There's tons of stuff in these things. So no, we really did. No, since we're going to talk about the merchandise, we really did like the Jurassic park, um, freestyle mug, like freestyle cup. Yeah. We almost got it, but they're like, well, if you buy it, then you get that day's drinks included. And we're like, well, we we're not staying. So it just would have been a waste. I think it was $24, which is a little bit more expensive than most of the freestyle cups you get. I think it's actually 28. Yeah, it was yeah. up there cuz most of them you're going to run around 14-16. So For the other ones, yeah. Yeah. So but but again, if you're going to do this, just know you also get the freestyle drinks like Jamie said the day of, so yeah. be sure to take advantage of that. And they also have those mold machines where you can make like molds of a certain like character or prop or whatever. And in this room there was the gates, like the gates that open Jurassic Park. Yeah. That was the mold for this room. Um, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a big it's not a big space. Like it was pretty crowded in there when we were in there, but it was just themed so well. And they had what's that brand name? I can't pronounce it. It it looks like Rose Roosevelt's or R S V L T S. It's Rose it's Roosevelt's. They do, they it? spell it, they shorten it, but it's a okay. it's a shirt company that uh, they've they've gotten really popular on their button up shirts that yes. are they have like material themed after. They had a yes. bunch of those in there. They had some really cool ones too, yeah. like very nineties, very I've gotten shirts. My yeah. the shirt that always gets comments is the it's the Macho Man and Ric Flair uh running for president nineteen ninety two shirt that uh that one I got from that they they a lot of times they used to do like a lot of old funny wrestling shirts but uh-huh. they've gotten really into a lot of these themed like button up I don't know what you call those type of shirts. I guess it's button up short sleeve short sleeve shirts. Yeah but, they're just button ups. Yeah. Um they also have like references to other tribute stores and like like old um old attractions so there was a poster of like psycho on the wall there was the helmet from sure uh, terminator 2 mm-hmm. and that used to be a show that was in there so that's kind of put in there and then there's like earl the squirrel there's a there's a sign of earl the squirrel in there because again he's part of the universal fandom or whatever right they had gerg the llama which is like a running joke in all of these tribute stores there's gerg He's, he pops up everywhere in all the stores. Yeah, stuff like that. And then, again, everything is displayed in that first room that's just all about pre-production. So moving into the second room, what was the second room? So the second room is by far the best room in this entire tribute store. Absolutely. And this is the kitchen and, uh, well, I guess you just call it the toilet scene from Jurassic <laughs> Park. So remember the kitchen scene is when they the kids, they're in the kitchen toward the end of the movie with the raptor mm-hmm. trying to get them. They have that 
scene where the raptor's on top of the table so you can take photo ops there of, and Jamie got a photo of it. People, mm-hmm. The only thing I will say the downside of this is this room moves very slowly because people are stopping to take pictures in here. Yeah. And some people take multiple pictures slowly. for a long period of time. Slowly. And they, uh, it, but, you know, either way, it's fun. And then the other side of it, you have, so that's on the left. On the right side, you have the scene, basically, if you remember the T-Rex, uh, he eats the guy in the toilet. He's the lawyer. He's the lawyer. Uh-huh. So they have the T-Rex and you can sit on the toilet and the T-Rex <laughs> is above you. And, uh, it and looks, like the walls are all down and you there's yeah. like greenery. Yeah. And it looks awesome. and it looks like it's raining. Like yeah. It was that movie. But um, and in the middle, there's a little bit. Of, there's not as much merchandise in this room. There's right. a little bit in the middle, but it's mostly about that whole the photo ops there. But. Yeah. By far the coolest room. Yeah, and it's very it's very cool because like the music, the the atmosphere is all about it too. So like in the kitchen, there's actually like a cart that's knocked down, and then in the background you can see the windows have like um, like rustling greenery, and yeah. like you can hear the raptor making noises, and I'm like, oh dang, the detail is is really impressive. really really impressive. And then and you go into the next room, room three, which would be the maintenance shed. So that's the one where they had to go to to turn the fences back on. Yep, yep. And so you have the control panel and, you know, it's all lit up. And that's when she was like turning them on. And then the raptor comes through. Mm-hmm. And she thought, oh, there's, there's, um, uh, what's uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character? I forgot his name now. Arnold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, she's like, oh, there you are. And it's actually his, like, arm. His, like, severed arm. That's right. It's yeah. on the ground. Oh, in I front didn't, of, in I front didn't of the see ra- that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's right there. Again, we went through this very quickly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but there's there's that photo op, too, if you want that. And, again, more merchandise in this section. And then there's more merchandise in the little tiny room right next to that. That kind of gave me a soccer vibe. Which is odd. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, you're talking about the like shirts in there? The lime green with the red and the it, it had like jerseys. They had crop jerseys. I was like, it looks very soccer. It looked like kind of soccer jerseys. Yeah, yeah, but they had that kind of stuff. And then the next, the last room, you walk through the gates of Jurassic Park. Yes. A little archway. Little miniature ones in there. Um, what kind of food? Do you remember what kind of foods they, they had? It was mostly sweets. Cupcakes and cookies and they're, again, all themed after stuff. There was... It, they didn't have it. We were there, but there's a Jeff Goldblum brownie. Yeah, they didn't have that. But it, they, they probably sold out of it, I'm guessing. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, it was just, it's sweets in this Mis- room. Mr. Or, uh, uh, Mr. DNA cookies. I mean, like, Dino DNA. Dino DNA. Yeah, there's that. There's, I can't yeah. remember the theme. There's like raptor stuff and T-Rex, but Eggs. it's all, yeah, it's all sweets mm-hmm. themed after, um, you know, Jurassic Park stuff. Oh, one thing I was going to, I forgot to mention in that room where you take the pictures, they do have that sign. If you remember the one guy that was trying to steal the stuff got turned around because the sign is turned. The East Dock. Yeah, the East Dock sign. Yep. They have it. You can actually spin the thing. It was there. So that part was in there as well. And that, oh, that dinosaur that can expand its face. The Dilophosaurus. <laughs> Whatever it's well, called, he ex- yeah. He expands his face and he spits at you. That's right. And apparently it's really That's right. bad. That's right. That by, by the way, when I was a kid, that scene scared me. Trauma, traumatized traumatized absolutely because apparently in the book by the way have you read the book uh uh-uh. i read the book as a kid oh you did yeah i actually read this book i have never met anybody that's read this book yeah i had i read are it you serious? after the movie but yeah when i was a kid okay so what, what was so what was in, the book? in the book so in the movie you know obviously he pops up and uh he 
you know, that spreads his face and spits at him, and you just see the Jeep rustling, and like you just assume, like, oh, he's dead. Right. So, but not in the book. In the book, it talks about the 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 dinosaur cuts him on his stomach, we'll say, and Ooh. certain things happen. Much yep. more graphic. That's, that's uh, enough. That's yeah, enough. It, yep. it's definitely. I think in the movie they do. The, the, you know what's going on. It, it's not. Right. Good. It's not good for him. Well, so. it's a Steven Spielberg movie, and it was like. You know, right? Tame. Yeah, the, there was. I, I don't remember some other stuff. I remember that one in particular. I was like, oh, okay, that was much. <laughs> um, back to the last room, though. The the cool thing about this is there's a section in the back wall to show all the merchandise that was available back in 1993. It wasn't for sale, but it was just displayed so you could see what you could buy. And I had some of that stuff. Oh my gosh, the VHS. They had the lunchbox. They had a backpack. They had plates they had if you want to talk about video games core like, memories unlocked oh my god i was like oh i had the lunchbox and i had that there's so many things i had that i didn't remember that i had had well because yeah. we were let's see we were nine and ten years old whenever that came out yes right i remember when jurassic yeah. park came out on video because i was sick oh i remember i was homesick <laughs> and that's when it came out on video because it was a really big deal right i just meant like that time in our life was very Oh, know, for sure. I'm just saying, I just remember for sure. Like it was such a, cause I remember you couldn't even find the movie cause back in the day you had to go to Blockbuster to That's rent right. a movie. That's right. And it was impossible to find. I think we had bought it early, it, but back then I think the VHSs were like pretty expensive. I mean, it was in early nineties. Yeah. We are dating ourselves. We really are. Anyways. Remember those a track tapes? I'm just kidding. Anyways. Um, yeah, I had I had the movie as well, and I watched it a bunch as a kid. Um, so when you go out the store, of course you can check out at the very end of the store, and they do have like pr- like coins, like press pennies. Yeah, you can get two, which is kind of cool. And they have uh, like literally every kind of merchandise. They have a spirit jersey, which was okay. It was black with like, or I'm sorry, it was red with black writing. On they it. also had a black one too. They have a black one too. Okay. This is one of those stores you have to go through a few times. That you, like it, it would take well over an hour to really check out all of the merchandise in here. It's just it's yeah. so much. It's and it's like well, there's little <clears throat> things too, like little pins and uh-huh. yeah, yeah. They had a uh, annual pass holder section of like a, I think it was a special like mug and a shirt. The shirt was super scratchy. I didn't want it. I was like. This yeah. is not comfy. So I, I passed on it this time. Um, but after you check out, you go outside right in front, like right to this, well, I guess it's right to the right of the entrance is the Triceratops laying out there. The one that was sick yeah. in the movie that they try to like, you know, help. Mm-hmm. So you can take a picture with that. And uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's it's, crazy. I don't <laughs> think it's life replica size i think no. it was a little smaller but no, no, no. it was uh, yeah it, if, if you saw if you've seen the movie it looks just like it yeah but yeah yeah but yeah we had to go through this really quickly again because we were stopped for, for time but we will be going back through it again when we go back next time just because one our kids love dinosaurs so i'm sure they would actually like to go through this our son will be in there for a while he He's, will love this yeah, he will love this yep he really will um i was gonna say they also but, had uh jurassic park uh jean jackets yeah, for did. that Florida summer weather. Those denim jackets. Although they looked cool, but I was like, I don't know who's buying these in Orlando. But I kind of wanted to buy one of the lanyards. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, that's that's as most as we can remember. 
And again, we'll go through it again and well, update you if we think of or see of anything else. We also vlogged this. We so did. this will be up on the channel this week so you That's can true. check it out and yes. see all the stuff that is in there because uh, we did do that. So. We also vlogged our room at Sapphire Falls. So you can also check that out as well in a that'll future be, episode. Yeah, that'll be out probably by in two weeks okay. on the on the YouTube channel. So again, at okay. Captain Magic, check that out. Perfect. And a programming note, because I, I suppose this is the end of the episode. Programming note, <laughs> we have moved, um, if you watch the episodes on YouTube, we have moved all the podcast episodes, including this one, onto its own YouTube channel called CTM Podcast, and those are separate from the main channel now. So just the main channel now is going to be vlogs and like edited videos that are topical, and then on uh, at CTM Podcast, that is where all of the show episodes and clips will be. Okay. So just just putting that show note in there. Very good. Uh, well, that is it for the show from us as far as the discussion goes. Just want to mention that you should check out some of the other shows we have on the network, like the main Capture the Magic podcast on Thursdays, where we talk about all things Disney and some news. And that's Jared and I. And then we've got Trip Tales, which is once a month. That's my little trip report show. I am still needing guests for August and beyond. So if you would like to be a guest and talk about your trip on the show, you can go to ctmtriptales.com and fill out that form for me. And I will get back to you if I am wanting you to be on the show. And then we've got Universal Show on Mondays. And then Outside the Bubble, which we will be doing a new one of that in a couple of weeks because we did kind of stay outside the bubble. We did. We did kind we of did, do that. Yeah. So we will be doing another one of those here soon, and that's once a month as well on Mondays. Well, we should mention uh, the Universal Show is now twice a month. So, yeah, we're actually changing a little bit. We've, I feel like we've, we've got enough going on with Universal right now, and we've been going more that we're going to start covering it more for the podcast. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to move the universal show to twice a month. Well, I think especially ramping up into Epic universe opening, I think yeah. there'll be a lot more yeah. things to discuss. And mm-hmm. especially once that opens, there will be plenty of things to discuss. Yep. So, yep. Uh, and, and you know, as we've been going more, we really enjoy it. So. We do. We, we are fans of universal. So yeah. which is great. Um, so all the shows over there. And then, uh, like Jared said, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh channels channels thank you channels and uh let's see social media instagram tiktok facebook twitter even eliminate we're either cap the magic or capture the magic over there and we're capture the magic community on facebook so hit us up on those social media platforms yes well i think that's it for the show today so thank you jared for being here you're welcome (laughs) and thank you everybody for watching or listening and as i always like to say we will see you in the parks bye jurassic park oh